to the BRP Podcast. My name is Steve Haley. And again, we are here from the Dirty Tom Mansion. That's right. Believe it or not, we are doing back-to-back-to-back episodes tonight. That's because, thank God, my beautiful co-host, Mike <laughs> Windsor, this this just gem of a man. And, you know, he's a little intoxicated right now. I'm going to tell you, this is one of, one, one of only two podcasts we've done where we've gone in with him drunk. I'm so happy he's here. He's right next to me. I can slap him on the thigh. I can actually feel him, you know, sitting next to me. And it's it's a different experience. And so, Mike, explain to the people, like, you know, we want to be honest with you. And we want to give them the full experience. And, yeah. we're, and we're trying to give them as much content as we can. So we're slamming it all in. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not drunk. All right. <laughs> Steve's drunk. You're drunk. All right? You're drunk. All right. Uh, but no, we, we, we're trying to, the remote podcasting. We're going to keep doing. We're going to get better at it. But being in person is so much better. It's a learning curve. It, for it really us. is. But but also, we're not one of those podcasts where we select a topic and we do some research on it and then we present it to you. We just we're, we're dicking off the. I mean, we're going off the cuff. We're a podcast where we've got to find these interesting people and we've got to interview them, and that's not always easy. Everybody's really busy. Everybody has schedules, so we're trying to cram as many into this you know weekend that we can. So this just, is going to come as a shock. People are flaky, also. <laughs> All right. Now, I will say our our guest today, um, and I don't know if we decided whether he's anonymous anonymous or not. Is he anonymous? All right, we're going right in. Bridenstine, Justin, the the uh, you know one of my favorite bartenders I've ever worked with. He's a big personality, Justin Bridenstine. Um, am I even saying your last name right? You're right. You're okay. Right. All right. I just want to make sure. I'm so happy to have him on here. He, thank God, is not flaky. He's been incredibly accommodating today. He's gone out of his way. We've had a power outage. We've had to move venues. We've had to switch recording equipment. Um, Mike and I are already a little bit tipsy, whether Mike admits well, it or not. Yeah, we were drinking whiskey the entire time <laughs> for that last. Episode, we just did so. Dirty Tom twenty minutes ago, and yeah. it's probably not. You, I mean, you're not going to hear this episode for a week later, but we just did Dirty Tom, <laughs> and uh, what a wonderful host he is. And so Mike's right. Like, it, look, this stuff is tough. We're going to get better at it. We appreciate your patience. No, fuck and all that. We're having a good time. We are having we a good time. We think you're going to have a good time. Right? Yes. Because yes. what's our goddamn motto? Don't just fucking listen along. Drink along. And if you're drinking along, you're going to have a good time. Fuck yeah, baby. So look, let, I, I mean, usually, Mike, we do the what's new for you this week. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go what's new for me. So okay, I teased cool. last episode that I just got back from San Diego. And I want to tell a little story for the people um, that I didn't tell on the last episode, which is unbelievable. So I get to San Diego. I went out there with my girlfriend to celebrate her graduation. Now... She has never been to California. Now, I've been to San Diego plenty of times. i got a bunch of friends out there. So the whole point of going out there was really so she could see the West Coast. We could celebrate her graduation. We could have a nice time together. It was going to be the first trip her and I took together. And we had a blast. Uh, we stayed at an Airbnb, and we had a host there with us, and he was super cool. Real, like, um, kind of had, like, a West Coast, very spiritual vibe. His name was Devin. He was like a super bro. Did he have dreads? No, no, no. Shaved. He kind of looked like Bradley Knoll, you know, from Sublime. He had the shaved head. <laughs> he was a surfer, bro. He didn't drink. You know, he was waking up every morning that we were there for 5 a.m. Okay, sun, sunrise hikes. That creeps me the fuck it out. It does a little he bit. He doesn't drink and he wakes up early. But he was super nice. He was super nice. I'm now, glad he came back alive. I, pre- <laughs> I preface that to tell you the quick story uh, for our update this week. The second night that we are there in San Diego... Anna and I go out, and we have one of the greatest benders that's ever been put together. 
We go to every single bar in Pacific Beach. And I'm just going to name a few for you. Anybody in San Diego that's listening, La Highness, PB Shore Club, The Local, or PB Local. Uh, we're Where else? We're at Mavericks. We were at Baja Beach Cafe. We, I mean, we were at Duck Dive. We were at Thrusters. We were, ev- we were at Bearback. <laughs> we're at everywhere you could possibly be in PB. Yeah, okay, wait, wait. So thrusters and bareback, you said at the same time. Back to are, back. Are two you, separate places. Are you sure they're not gay bars? They are right across the street from each other. It sounds super. You know gay what's crazy? Bar. Thrusters is the dive bar. Bareback is like a really high end food place. Really? It's like a, they, they make like incredible. Dude, I'll meals. say I fucking love gay bars. I've had so <coughs> much fun. Me too. Uh, what is the Castro in San Francisco? What's your favorite? What's your favorite gay bar in, in Baltimore? Or what you? Well, it used to be uh, what is it? Hippo or you, no, no, Grand no, Central? Grand Central. Yeah. Grand Central. When when uh, Justin came with us. Oh my god, uh, we had I so love much Grand fun. Central. So like for me, down. for me it was the Hippo, and then like uh, Red Maple was a great was a great <clears throat> one for a while. In in Morgantown, we had a place called Vice Versa. Awesome. Yeah. Never had more fun than I did partying at it's Vice Versa. It's funny because Versa makes me think of verse, which means that you go either way. Well, that's so the there's there's okay. I, I just hope so. It's an LGBTQ club. All right, well, I'm just saying, who knows? Maybe it, well, that's why they went vice. That's why it's called vice versa. All right, so you know, it's fair enough. I'm just saying. I also went to the Castro in San Francisco. Yeah, fucking. That's a famous. That's a famous place, though. Yeah, it's like it's it's the gay district. Oh, like, right. Like the street crossings are like rainbows instead yes. of just white lines. Oh, that's cool. And Justin and I, I had that. so much goddamn fun there, man. We had such a great time. That's awesome. And I, I don't mean to steal the story back, but I just want to get through our updates really quick and get, you know, we're leaving Justin hanging right now. Uh, and I mean our different Justin. You know, we were talking about Kansas Justin there a minute ago. Missouri Justin. Missouri Justin. <laughs> so anyway, Anna and I are out in California. It's our second day there. We go on this big bender. We hit all these bars. We have a great time. We come back to our, uh, we come back to our Airbnb. And right as we're pulling in on a couple of scooters, Anna takes a tumble. Oh, she flips over one of the scooters. She bumps her head on the sidewalk. Oh. She immediately starts crying. I'm freaking out. We're both near, like, way too drunk to be driving scooters. I get her inside, and we go to bed, and I think that that's really the end of it, God, right? Now, I wake up the next morning, and she's feeling hungover, and, and she's got a little bump on her head, so it still hurts. And I go, <laughs> babe, just just chill. I'll go into the kitchen, and I'll get some ice for you. Well, I go into the freezer. There's no ice available. Mm-hmm. So I grab a bag of peas, I come back into the room, I put it on her head, and I go, this is the best I could find. So we, we both go back to sleep for a little bit, and about you know two hours later, I go back out in the kitchen, our host is there, and I go, hey, Devin, you know, you've been, hey, just FYI, you know, Anna took a tumble on a scooter, and, uh, you know, I grabbed a bag of peas out of the freezer, and I'll put them back, but I just needed some because you didn't have ice. And he goes, oh, that must have been what you were doing with the blueberries. And I go, say what now? And he points to the sink, and in the kitchen sink is a bag of frozen blueberries and raspberries sitting in the sink. What? Right. And I go, what? What is? What is this? He goes, Oh, have you not seen the living room yet? And I go, No. And I walk in the living room, and when I say, every single inch of this man's suede couch, and the entire carpet is covered with something like four hundred to five hundred blueberries and raspberries. What? I'm not kidding. They are ground into this suede couch. What? Yes. What the fuck happens? I'm completely blacked out the night before, and so I don't remember any of this. And he goes, 
yeah, we figured uh, we, we, we couldn't figure out why you did that, but we figured you cleaned it up when you got up is what he says to me. And I go, oh, shit. So I grab a bottle of carpet cleaner. I immediately start scrubbing. I'm thinking in my head, how did this happen? When did this happen? What <laughs> happened? And it dawns on me, you know what I did? When she bumped her head the night before, I must have gone to the freezer to get her ice. There was no ice. And instead of grabbing the bag of peas, I must have grabbed a bag of chilled berries Uh that was in the freezer and not realized that they were open. And so when I handed it to her, she put it on her head upside down and it spilled everywhere. So. So, the, so this is not you being a complete drunk. No, person, no. Which, as as you're telling me the story, I just think in any of our regulars, if you uh, have been following us following us on so, social media, you saw Steve with the tiger face. Okay. Oh yeah. So that night, and I, I still don't know if Meg knows this, but Steve was so fucked up. Oh god. And we were fucking with him and like putting food in his mouth, and uh, Meg drew a tiger face on him. Everybody else went to bed. Steve got back up and then walked into the bathroom and grabbed all of well, Meg. Hold on. I saw that I had a tiger face. I saw <laughs> that know. I had a tiger face and know. I felt spiteful about he it. He grabbed all of her like makeup products and threw them in the toilet and flushed the goddamn toilet. <laughs> I feel bad about this. I feel bad about this. But, you know, vengeance, vengeance come, they say is, is revenge is served cold. Apparently I serve revenge with all your shit in the toilet. So, anyway, not to hijack the story back, but we got to get out of this opener and I want to want to wrap this up for the people so I'm scrubbing the blueberries and the raspberries oh. out of this suede couch and out of this carpet it's my second day in this Airbnb in, in San Diego and I'm freaking out and this guy is being so cool about it he keeps going yeah man people get drunk sometimes it's not a big deal I'm sure it'll come out and so I finally finish cleaning up I go back into the bedroom that we are renting and I go hon you're never gonna believe this we spilled blueberries and raspberries all over the fucking place. And she goes, no. And she doesn't remember it either. And she goes, no, there's no way. There's no way. I don't remember that at all. And I was like, me either. I don't remember it. And she goes, are you sure it was us? And at the same time, we look at each other and we go, check the clothes. (laughs) And I run over to the pile of clothes from the night before and I start pulling them up and it looks like her and I went paintball. <laughs> they are fucking covered. Her pants ruined. My shirt ruined. Done. Sweet couch ruined. Ruined. Now, now, thank God to his credit, Devin, just an unbelievable host, was so cool about it. You know, begged him to let me pay for it. Begged him to let me make this right. And he said, you know what? It's going to be fine. So, wow. Had that un- is, dude, five fucking stars. Five fucking stars. I cannot, wait, I cannot wait to write a review for this guy. And if anybody's going to San Diego, let me tell you, that Devin down on Jewel Street, that's the guy right there. He's a gem. Yeah, if you don't mind a Pun few intense. stains on the fucking couch, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had a great trip. But that, that was the crazy debauchery wow. to start off. But anyway... You know, we've already taken too much time with this intro. We have an unbelievable guest today, Justin Bridenstein, um, one of my good friends, worked with me in the past, not just at bars, but, uh, you know, in, in some professional careers too. He's going to make some awesome drinks for us. He's going to be doing old fashioned. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. This is Justin Bridenstein and the Old Fashions. All right, Justin, so happy to have you, man. Thank you for your patience while I talked my ass off in that interview. That was a good story. I really enjoyed that. I had to get it out. I had to get it out, so. Well, you know, Steve, like you said, I've known you for a while, so. <laughs> you go a little bit longer with the story. That's nothing new, so. Ex- no need to apologize. Knows exactly what to expect. So, thank you for joining us, man. It's, I'm so happy that you wanted to do this. I know that we're going to have fun with this one. I know that, I mean, 
I think you already know the story that I'm gonna tell at some point in this spot. It's coming. I think I know. It's coming because it's 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 the it is the epitome of Justin and I's relationship as as bartenders and service industry workers. But what do you have for us tonight? So I'm just gonna make some uh, some good old old fashions. You Love know, it. Good definitely... old old fashions. I like that. The good old old fashions. And I'm glad he said that because too many people make it too fancy and too fucked up. We're going just. Classic Woodford Reserve, a little bit of bitters, and some cherries, baby. We're going to do it straight down the, the line. Nice, the nice cherries, though. The Luxado. Luxado. So why don't you start making those for us, and Mike and I is going to give... Mike's going to give us a little bit of history lesson on, on the old-fashioned while you're doing uh, the drinks up for us. Yeah, Mike's going to try. So <laughs> one of the first things he's doing, he's taking the orange rind, and he's running it around the brim of the glass, which is a really nice little trick to give you that taste of the citrus, zest. that zest right off the bat, right? So that's a great trick. And you can do that with any fucking drink. Any drink that has a rind, just uh, run that little fucking rind around the, the rim and give yourself a nice little taste. But the old-fashioned, it's actually really disputed where it came from. Uh, but it's one of the earliest cocktails. And the, the word cocktail, the first time that it was actually documented was in response. Sorry, time out. Extra bitters in mind, please. <laughs> oh, sorry, God, Steve. Fucking sorry. damn it. Could Am I going to have to edit this, or can we no, just keep go going? <laughs> so the first documented definition of the word, actually, the word cocktail was a response to a reader's letter asking to define the word in uh, 1806. So this is like late or early 1800s fucking drink right here. And uh, it was uh, out of a a magazine in New York. And uh, the paper's editor wrote that it was a potent concoction of spirits, bitters, water, and sugar. So it was also referred to the time as uh, the bittered sling. Okay. And it's basically the recipe for an old fashioned. Nice. This is truly like one of, it, it's, this is kind of where the word cocktail even originated from. And there's a lot of dispute as to where the uh, actual, you know, old fashioned originated. But basically what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to take a glass, put some bitters in there, some simple syrup. Or, or a lot of people will do a, um, a sugar cube or a sugar Yeah, pack. sugar cube. Exactly. And if you're going to yeah. do it that way, a, a little trick for anybody out there who's not a bartender. If you're going to go raw sugar or sugar cube, a little great trick is to take a piece of ice and drop it in with the sugar cube. What it'll do is two things. One, as you're muddling, that that ice will start to dissolve to water. And that water will allow the sugar to dissolve really nicely into the rest of the mm-hmm. concoction. If you're doing simple syrup, that's already going to be yeah. kind of dissolved together. Yeah, so. which in most of our listeners know, but simple syrup is literally half water, half sugar mixed together in, in, into a, a blend. So, um, But that's really all it is. And then typically people garnish it with some uh, ice. Well, garnish it. We don't That's garnish, not garnish it with some ice. But we're gonna add it. Uh, add <laughs> fuck, ice. So fuck you, dude. <laughs> I, I, what I do is I cut a little bit of a you know a, a, a rail out of the ice and then I put it on the on the edge. All right. <laughs> so yeah, just Justin uh, just muddled the cherry and the orange together. Did uh, added his uh, you know his Woodford Reserve high end whiskey. And I don't know about anybody else. To me, when it's an old fashioned, thank you, sir. Pass that over to Mikey. Thank you. Thank That's you. extra better. Thank you, sir. Oh, is it? Oh, beautiful. Thank you, bartender. <laughs> thank you, sir. Cheers. Cheers. Get a little sip in here. 
That's lovely. Yeah, it really is delicious. That's it's really a, good. That's a great drink. Well, it's that's, classic. A lot, a lot of people try to do too much when they, they do it fashion. They add they add cherry juice to it. They do all this stuff. That's actually damn good, man. <laughs> Steve's, well, go, Steve's, Steve's go back for another drink here. <laughs> so what I was going to say is obviously you can make your old-fashioned as you see fit with whatever whiskey, but we're doing Woodford Reserve tonight, and I love that Justin picked that for a couple reasons. One, if I'm doing old-fashioned, I want bourbon or I want rye. Mm. That's me. I think rye is even more traditional. Yeah, I want bourbon or I want rye, and I think that that's because those are the two whiskeys that are quintessential American whiskeys, right? Rye and bourbon are, are when I think of those alcohols, I think of America. They have their roots here in the states, in the colonies. Like that is the true old fashioned. Now, could you do an old fashioned with Irish? Could you do an old fashioned sure. with Japanese whiskey with some other type of of classic whiskey? Of course, nobody's saying you can't. You know, honestly, God, make this drink as you see fit. It's your drink. But for me, I love a good, sweet Kentucky bourbon. And mm-hmm. that's what we have tonight with Woodford. So thank you, Justin. It's a wonderful tone setter. Dude, the uh, the old-fashioned, as far as cocktails go, it's the only one I drink. Yeah. There it is. I, I pretty much, you know, if I'm at a Mexican place, I'll drink a margarita. Sure. But if I'm at home, usually it's just Woodford on ice or mm-hmm. Maker's Mark on ice. That's yeah. my, Maker's Mark on ice is my go-to. Well, and what's nice, too, is the old-fashioned is so simple, but it, it really does, it, it creates a cocktail. Yeah. You know, it, it goes from just having, you know, whiskey neat or wh- whiskey with a little bit of ice to really creating a, a nice little concoction. That that's spice really, of the bitters, exactly. the, the, the sweet well, yeah. citrus of the orange. And we're definitely going to get into this, but... When you're bartending and you somebody orders a drink and you got to put nine different ingredients yeah. into it, you're like, ah, oh, fuck me. You, I could, don't, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't be more timely because uh, the first uh, t- Dirty Tom's pet peeve was don't order a drink that's more than two parts. Or go fuck Which yourself. this is more than fuck. I love I love Tom. Fuck him. All right. <laughs> and most drinks have more than two goddamn parts. Right, all right. right. For that, some reason, for some reason though, what I'm getting at is the old fashioned doesn't bother me. Yeah, you know it's five, six different ingredients, yeah. but for some reason it doesn't bother me. It's it, kind of fun to make too. It's spiritual, it is, you know. Well, I will say this: it is, it is almost has a um, cathartic process to it. Like, you know, there's a lot of drinks out there that I don't make often, so when I make them, I don't feel comfortable. There are some drinks that I could literally make with blindfolded, mm-hmm. and this is one of them. And so I think that that's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's become this is the universal. Like when I think the word cocktail, yeah. I think old fashioned, yeah. and so you know I'm. I, I'm so happy. It's, I can't believe it's taken, what, nine episodes? Nine episodes for us to get to the old-fashioned, but I think that's great that you brought it and really special. Before we get into, like, the actual episode, let's kind of pin down on this a little bit. Do you remember your first old-fashioned? The first time I ever drank an old-fashioned, I think, I, I thought I was drinking a Manhattan. Okay. But I was actually drinking an old-fashioned. Yeah. Okay. And um, I started drinking, and I was like, damn, it's pretty good. Do you remember the context, like... Where you were by chance? Um, no, I do not. But I, I just do remember that I thought I was a Manhattan. Right. And then I was drinking it and somebody were you was like, order? oh, that's an old-fashioned. And I was like, oh, I kind of like that. I, I was wondering if you were ordering a Manhattan's for yeah. the next month after that, thinking you were trying to get this. <laughs> <laughs> what the, you fucked my drink up, right? Yeah. What is this? This is not what I've had before. Which I do fucking love Manhattan's, by the way. So I remember my first old-fashioned. And it actually turned me off from the drink. I got really? it. I got it at a green turtle. I got it at the green turtle mm. in Fells Point. Well, that's your first mistake. And it was <laughs> it was basically straight maraschino cherry juice. And oh, I I learned that day. It took me a long time because I didn't have a good one until I, I mean years after that. 
But what I learned at that time is that a lot of bartenders out there, instead of just a simple cherry, what they will do is they'll pour cherry juice in. Mm-hmm. So anybody Which who's... that's a fucking mistake. It is a huge mistake. Anybody who's listening, if you receive an old-fashioned and the color of the drink is distinguished red, if it comes out in any... Like, it could be amber, but if it is red, you need to send that drink yeah. back. There is way too much cherry juice. In it. There shouldn't be any cherry juice in the drink. Yeah. A cherry alone is fine. So that 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 to me was like the 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 big ter- thing I remember from like my first old fashioned. Yeah. Just add some bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Just add some bourbon. There you go. Yeah, we right. get we, we we can we can cut it down. So all right, man. We're gonna get started here now that we have our drinks in hand. Um, we always start our pod with what we call the drink in, right? So you know we're all young professionals trying to get away along in this world. And everybody's trying to be a big man on LinkedIn. We want to hear about your drinking, your service industry experience. So first tell us, how'd you get in the industry? And then kind of the extent of your service. And then are you still doing this? Or or like when did you get out? So my um, I fell into this industry. I had no idea that I was falling into this industry. <laughs> was, they tricked They shanghaied yeah. <laughs> My buddy was like, hey, I got a job for you. You want it? And I was like, yeah, sure. No yeah. problem. But um, I was... Playing soccer at Towson, and one thing led to another, and I was no longer on the team. It wasn't wasn't working out, and uh, so I had a decision to make: either transfer to another school and keep playing, or get a job and be a normal person for the first time. Mm-hmm. So my buddy, who was uh, he was working down in Fells Point at the time, and he needed somebody to fill in as a bar back during daytime shifts. I already had all my classes set up for nighttime. I like to do night school, so I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." Needless to say, I didn't realize that I was walking into the most difficult job in a restaurant. Right. And that's, that's when... That's well, when <laughs> and, and if I can pause you here, not just the most difficult job in the restaurant, but the district you were walking into. Yeah, Fells Point, Fells Point down in Baltimore. Um, so there was a bar down there. There was a bar on the, big bar on the first floor, a uh, bar on the second floor, a bunch of tables. And uh, they used the term bar back, but it wasn't really a bar back. You were you were the bar back, the bus boy, the expo, the yeah. food runner, the kitchen bitch. The kitchen. <laughs> you were pouring soups. You were getting condiments. If the if it was snowing out and you needed to salt the sidewalk, you had to. <laughs> you're, you're I, I, remember, I remember one time I got a full full kitchen full of tickets, and I got tables everywhere. There's a line outside, and uh, I'm in the kitchen. And I'm just you know trying to hold it together. I'm just I'm weeded real bad, and uh, my general manager he was just sitting up in the office upstairs just. Calls down and goes, hey, can you bring my lunch up to me? Oh, and I'm like, motherfucker, oh. you're not even down here. You don't even understand wow. how busy I it's am right now. It's a ballsy move right, right? There. Okay, so I was like, okay, you know We're what? on fire. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally on fire. Well, and it, it was one of those decisions where I was like, you know, I could I could have argued with him. I could have been like, you know, fuck you, dude. But that would have taken more time than right, just grabbing right, this dude yeah. and just sprinting up. You're a goddamn what? worker is what you are. So that's <laughs> that's the other thing about the place Justin's describing right now. And I'm sure we're going to get into it, the actual establishment. But there is nothing like a bar where you have to take stairs all day. Mm. You, no one knows evil like <laughs> no one knows evil like a busy shift where you're just housing food up and down a flight of stairs <laughs> just all fucking or, day as a bar bag carrying bottle like well, boxes full of bottles ice kegs yeah. fucking yeah. boxes of shit it doesn't matter what it is and and honest to god there's nobody i'm going to try to put this correct and you're going to have to check me on this 
All right, so I'm gonna throw this out to both of you. Okay. There's nobody that works harder in a bar than a good bar back. Keyword good. Than a good bar back. Keyword. I'm gonna say good like Levitard. Good to, a good to bar back because those are few and far between. But if you are a good bar back, no one works harder. You're fucking running for eight straight hours. It's there's three things on your mind: ice, trash, restock. Ice, trash, restock. Ice, trash. Like just over and over and over again. It is. Physical labor, like you can't even understand, and if they and then sprinkle stairs on top of that, well, or or sprinkle uneven stairs. These <laughs> <laughs> stairs. Hello, yeah. Fell's point. Yeah, right. Hello, you Fell's had, point. You had to know which stairs were a little shorter than the other ones, which ones are a little longer. Or or, or, or let's put a yeah. let's put a keg room in a basement in in a, in a bar. Where you di- can't even stand up straight. In, in a bar <laughs> district that's in a uh, that's in a, like a water flood zone, and so the basement's only five feet tall, so you're moving. <laughs> kegs hunched over like you're the goddamn hunchback of Notre Dame. I mean, you want to talk about brutal. I, I remember when I was working at Colada down in Canton, the only access to restock alcohol was in the dead center of Busy Bar when you walk into Colada. That's the only way you can get to um, any of the beer, the alcohol, anything. So imagine having a Friday or Saturday night, you're fucked busy and somebody from upstairs bar yells at you as a bar back and goes steve i need six cases of miller light stat i have to stat like in the goddamn (laughs) or i have to i have to run behind the busiest bar in the place i have to clear them out i have to open up a door on the floor of that bar i have to climb down a ladder to a cellar that maybe maybe is five feet tall I then have to shimmy my way like like a rodent over to the corner where all the Miller Lite is kept. I have to then get six cases of Miller Lite. I have to bring them back over to the ladder. I have to climb them up the ladder. And then once that's all done and the door's closed, I then have to take them up a flight of steps. And you guys are wondering why you're waiting for a drink. Go fuck yeah. yourselves. And, and by the way, bar bags ain't getting tipped for that shit. No chance. No <laughs> chance. So... Um, so anyway, so you get in the service industry in this crazy way in Fells, and how does it develop from there? Kind of like, obviously you start as a barback, but you're not a barback forever. Correct. Yeah. So did, did barback for a little while, um, and kind of got to where I was ready to transition. Um, I was seeing the money that the servers make. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm 17, yeah. maybe right. 18 at this time. And, uh, I'm seeing the money that they're making. So I'm ready to transition to serving down there. It was one of those places where seniority yeah, you, you go around, go around the roster, and they've been here eight years. They've been here nine years. They've been here seven years. And so, I think I think that kind of goes to, with any restaurant, you know, a like, good restaurant. Yeah, that well, says a lot about. Even in the fucking uh, diner we worked at. You oh know? no doubt. Like, if you were there for a long time, you got better sex. Not to shout know? somebody out, but Vicky, who was somebody when I got to the diner, I underestimated. Dude, I we, majorly we, we, we won't even her. go into it, but I love you, Vicky. And she's you incredible. crazy fucking awesome person. Vicky, <laughs> Vicky is somebody that when you meet her, you think this person cannot literally write her own name on a piece of paper, <laughs> and then. And then uh, within... What does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll let everybody be... uh, Let that uh, be up for interpretation. But the thing about Vicky is she's super unassuming. You you don't think that she can handle a big section. And then you walk in on a Friday night and she's got the best session in the building. And you realize that she is a master of managing yes. expectations it is a, and people's time. That it, is, it's incredible. It really is a very difficult thing. And that's something... It's not I'll, easy. I'll, I'll be quick, but 
That's something I've wanted to said, uh, wanted to say on a lot of our episodes is that I feel like some people who haven't been in the bartending industry or the service industry are like, oh, you're you're making all these tips and you're How not you're not, you're not doing a food order. Right? Honestly, fucking serving a lot of people at one time. Oh my god, is in, in, in making their experience good is so so I, difficult. I did the math. I did the math for my the bar that I'm currently working at. Yeah. Right. And so on average, now we wait as a team. Everything yeah. is as a team. We don't yeah. have sections. But I would say on average, I'm waiting on somewhere between 40 and 60 people yeah. at a time. Yeah. And I really believe that that's a solid average. So if you break it down, our average table is four top. I'm, I'm usually taking care of somewhere between six to eight four tops at a time. Yeah, and how many drink orders and food right. orders and, and then, appetizer orders? And then orders. when you're waiting as a team, you pick up ancillary people. Oh, I need this. I have a to-go yeah. order. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm a single. And yeah. so you pick up people. So imagine taking different orders from 60 people, and it's like juggling, man. Yeah. And you're running. So yeah, it's crazy. So the point is fucking tip, all right? Yeah. So so anyway, it sounds like you moved front of the house after that. Sorry, not to get back. We totally hijacked your 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 narrative there, but you we, go. We do that here. That's yeah. what we do. <laughs> we do a lot of interrupting on this podcast, just to be frank. I've spent some time with Steve. I can't. <laughs> he knows. He, this he, is going to be a very honest Steve pod because Justin has spent probably more a lot more time with me in and out of the service industry than most, but. Um, so you moved from the house, and what was your first job? Did you go serving, or did you go well? So, bartending? so I was like I said, I was ready for transition. Yeah. Um, this restaurant was opening a new restaurant. Um, so that restaurant was in the city. They're opening a new one out in the county, and um, one of the managers that was you can call it the burger joint, by the, the way. The burger joint. That's how we, yeah, we talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, All right. So I went from the burger joint in the city to the burger joint in the county. Yeah. Right. And uh, moved up there because I had an opportunity to. Pretty much just jumped the line as far as seniority goes. Yeah. It was a new restaurant. They were bringing in new people. Yeah. I already had a year in in Fells Point with sure. this company. So I just jumped the line, went up there, and was able to kind of, you know, be the number one the server in the beginning. Yeah. Get awesome. all the good shifts. Um, now, you got to be 21 to bartend in the county. Okay. So I had to wait a couple years to be able to bartend. Mm. Um, but that was always kind of on the back burner. And, then and that, as soon as I turned 21, yeah. I started bartending. And that's actually how Justin and I met. Is uh, I was I was brought in by our fellow manager at the time to open up that location. So I came in as the bartender. Justin was the senior server there, and that was kind of like how we first kind of hit it off. And then from there, we worked at a couple different places <laughs> together after that. But we'll, I'm sure we're going to get into that in a minute. So after that, you know, you get from you go from bar back to server, and I know you go from server to bartender. What's like? Are you out of the industry now? Right now, I I was actually thinking about that uh, yesterday when I was kind of preparing for this. I think the last time I bartended was Fells Point. I think it was August 2019. Okay, so it's been it's before pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I would not want to be doing. <laughs> I would not want to be in the industry during this pandemic. Yeah. It's fucking rowdy. Shout out to all of you that are keeping oh, it real out God. there because well, Send especially your- now, now so now that we're getting back to normal. People have just forgotten their manners. They're animals. They have completely They're just, animals. they've just lost touch with what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to. If know. any of you listeners care about me as a human being, send your prayers because I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting lit up every Friday and Saturday night. It is uh, a war zone. It is a war zone at the bars these days. So um, it's, it's just crazy. But um, so you're out. 
What's it like before we move on to the gauntlet, which is our, our top ten questions? What's it like to be out, man? Like like really out? Because I know we're not going to mention your job on the pod, but I know you're out. I know you're out. Well, I, and I'll never I'll never be totally out. I, <laughs> Nobody's sure. ever totally out. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. Yeah. No, there's there's gonna be times where somebody's gonna be like, hey, you want to do this private party, or hey, yeah. I need somebody to fill in here, and yeah. and my answer is gonna be yes every yeah. time. Just to jump in, get back in the fire, it's, and start it's going. Fun. But I love it. It's I fun, love somebody being behind the pipes, baby. Nope. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, but as far as being out goes, I, I really learned real quick as soon as I stopped bartending. Weekends are long. Dude, they... <laughs> you know what the bar They last body? forever. <laughs> My first weekend, I was... It's like, like, the, it's like <laughs> tracking across the Sahara Desert. You're wondering when you're going to see water again. I, like, go, I go out oh Friday night, wake up Saturday, you know, maybe go golf, have a couple drinks after golf, and then it's Saturday Oh my night. God, I got another day. I got day. Sunday. This shit's never going to end. Holy shit, I don't think... I don't have to go serve anybody food. This is insane. And, and for those, so right. those of you that don't know, if you're not in the industry, if you're in the industry and you're full in, both feet in, it takes up your entire weekend because no, people no, go no. out on Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sundays. That's well, the busy, those, the are the, those are the shifts. Bartender Friday. Want. So yeah. let's talk about this. This is actually something we've never talked about on the pod. I'm actually glad you brought this up. Anybody who's in the service industry, okay, I want you as you're listening to this, to yell out loud, are you in your car? Are you on your headphones? I don't give a fuck. Yell out loud. What day of the week is Bartender Friday? Monday. Goddamn <laughs> right. It's Monday. You know why it's Monday? Because ain't nobody coming into the bar, and all the good bartenders and service are off, and yeah. we're having a good fucking time. Yeah. Monday and Tuesday is Bartender Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And for all you motherfuckers out there that are not service industry, fuck y'all. All right, we are so happy. It's we are. Jameson. We are so. We are so happy that you're staying home and you're not going out to the bars Monday and Tuesday. The only time you go out is for like a burger special or Taco Tuesday. Get out of here, okay? That is the night for all your bartenders and servers that work hard Thursday through Sunday to go out and have a good time. So steer clear. Let us do our thing. And, and, and by the way, if you do come out, don't half-ass tip somebody on the special, all right? If you're getting a discount yeah. on your burger or a discount on your taco, do the right thing. Tip them to the original service price. Don't tip That's them. That's a really good We're going to get into that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to bring it up again here in Pet Peeves. We'll talk about that in a second because I think we need to break that down properly yeah. for people. Yeah. So. All right, that's awesome, man. So I, I, that, that's a good I, idea of your cut. So you've done mostly bartending, but you came up you came up the classic way. Bar back first, yeah. service second, bartender third. Like yep. real classic. And I can attest, heavy duty volume district. Yeah, like Fells, Fells, Point. Fells yeah. Point in Baltimore. If you ever get a chance to go, Cobblestone That's, Streets, yeah. Historic District, That's right on fucking, the water. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe was fucking murdered. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> last place seen. Did we mention yeah, last place seen? Did, right. we men, did we mention historic? So no, but it's a it's it's a great town, but it's high volume. It's a lot. It's, man. it's, it's definitely a lot. high so, volume. So that gives us a, a good sense of where you're at. So without further ado, we are gonna hop into the top ten. This is the gauntlet. We have spent, Mike and I, so many hours together trying to fashion the right questions to ask people, and uh, I think we got it down to the top ten. So We'll see. The listeners will decide. We'll see if you, <laughs> we'll see if you can survive. Maybe, maybe I'll think of an 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, here we go. It's the gauntlet, baby. 
All right, here we go. We're going to get started. First one off the block, Justin. Pet peeves and misconceptions. Pet peeves and misconceptions. So the first thing I'm going to say in this one is, and I say this all the time when I go out to the restaurant with people, everybody that goes to eat at a restaurant should be forced to do 15 or 30 days in a restaurant. Before <laughs> they go. The first, it should be mandatory minimum. Mandatory minimum. You got to do 15 or 30 days in a restaurant before you go and patronize a restaurant. That's yes. Called. That should be it. Yes. You're not allowed. You're yeah. not allowed. The state health board says, I'm, they have a representative at the door. Sir, I'm sorry. Can we see your 15? Can we see your card? Can we see your 15 days? I need your vax card and I need your 15-day <laughs> restaurant card. Jesus. Absolutely. That should be it because everybody will just have a completely different yes. understanding of what yeah. goes on. No doubt. Um, but pet peeves, number one is when somebody comes up to you and says, can you make me a drink? And I say, what kind of drink? And they say, I don't know, you pick one. Oh. And every, it, it, never, it never fails. I don't get it. I can't I, pick the right one. You, you You'll have, never pick the right one. You will never pick the right drink. So, so what you do is you just, you just look at them, and they're basically just saying, hey, judge me. <laughs> look at me. What, what do I look Stereotype, like? Stereotype me. <laughs> Stereotype me right now. Do I look like a. a I don't. Am I, I, don't, I tie I, margarita? <laughs> this is a throwback to the Tony Casino episode. Yes, yes. Where he's like, I don't fucking know you. Like, <laughs> like so, I don't know what you like. What do you want from yeah. me? <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's that's a bad one. Other than that, the one thing that if, if you're out there and, and you do this, you need to stop doing this right now. Because this is the quickest way to get to the get put to the I'm end the of the line. List. You're, you're just you get put to the end of the line. The snapping and the waving. Oh, if if Ooh, I'm or, a there, whistle, or, or a whistle or a whistle or a whistle. We gotta do it for the for the mic here. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender. Yeah, the best the best part is when these people are doing it. It's not like I'm just standing there talking to somebody. I'm running around. I'm busting my yeah. ass. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. They yeah. see me buzzing around. Yeah. And then they start waving at me, snapping at me, whistling at me. It's easier for a bartender in that scenario than server. Like, so it's weird. Like, I've gotten snapped at and whistled at more as a bartender, um, which strikes me as odd because you see me serving others. It's communal at a bar. Um, I can almost, I, I don't give them a pass, but I give them a little more credit as a patron at a table where oh, it's no. a very singular relationship, and they're like, "Excuse me, sir," or like yell at me, or like snap at me. They just I'm assume, still men. They they assume. I th I feel like they almost give you too much credit. Like you're supposed to be taking care of so many people at once. Yeah. That they're just like, you need to take care of me right now. I don't give yeah. a shit what you're doing. If you're not talking to another person, you need to come here and give me a drink. Right, right. but let me ask give you me this: like, I I don't know how you two do it. When I get to a bar. Or a restaurant. It doesn't matter if I'm at a table or if I'm at the bar. The The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to allow the person serving me to dictate the experience. So they come to the table. They're, oh, I'm going to get you drinks. I'm going to get you water. Whatever it may be. The second I see a break in the action where they are there with time, mm -hmm. where they can like show me, hey, I have time to either yeah. talk to you about the menu or take your order. The first question I ask, what's your name? Every time. Every fucking time. I, it's not a, a hard on about knowing yeah. your name. It's I'm, a hard on about not yelling "Hey!" At you. I'm glad Justin never once. I'm glad Justin's <laughs> shaking his head because I feel that too. And I disagree with you a little bit because I don't ever give a shit about the person's name, and I never give them my name. If they want it, that's fine. But uh, I, I here, here's where I disagree. I coming from the service industry expect a certain level of service from anybody that is serving me. 
right? Pour, pour me a little bit of that, too. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, sir. Um, I'll, I'll take a splash. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to snap at anybody. I'm never going to whistle at anybody. That's just fucking trashy, you know? But, like, I do expect a certain level of fucking service from anybody. Sure. You know, I'm going to tip I'm gonna tip you 20%. So, let's have a different conversation. What is an appropriate way to get somebody's attention? To like, get somebody's attention. Sit there, raise your hand, and wait until you're called on. Yeah, just you. You try and make eye contact, and you raise your hand, and you just, you just, you like just put a finger out. Know. Hey, I need some help. Yeah, so I, we we might cut this out, but I remember I went to um, it was on, so it was the wind up space. Remember the wind up space? Of course. Fucking uh, what was it? Was it Funky Fridays or was yes. it Thursdays? No, no, no. Four hours of funk. Four hours of fucking funk. They used okay. to do four hours of funk every yeah. Friday. Yeah, and not every Friday. It was like one. It was one week in the month, right? Right. And I'm okay. bartending at the time, right? There's a line to get into this place. You, you go inside, and there's DJs mixing funk music. It was a fucking blast. There's b-boy circles happening. It was a great. It's amazing. It's yeah. fucking amazing. I went to the bar one time, right? And I'm a bartender at this point in time, so I fucking feel the pain, right? This this bartender, she's busy. I feel I feel it. She's she's trying to serve everybody drinks, but I keep making eye contact with her. Keep she keeps making eye contact with me. Like it's very obvious that I'm here for a drink, right? I wait my fucking time. What ends up happening, and this happens at a lot of bars, busy bars, right? High volume bars. There's a spot where the bartenders keep going back mm-hmm. to, right? Yep. The, there's this one feed where they serve a drink. The service industry. Regardless of how long you've been waiting there, they, it's just convenient to take the next drink order. Yep. Go get it. Take the next drink order. doesn't matter if somebody's waiting six feet down right. the bar. The guy hiding behind the taps. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. But I was making eye contact with this lady multiple times she saw me she made i like i thought we had a connection right i thought we had an understanding it got to a point where i was there for like 10 or 15 minutes and i saw these fucking douchebag bros walk up with their backwards hats and i'm sorry if you like to wear that that's fine but fuck you but anyway <laughs> steve steve's looking around steve's taking he, his he hat likes off to wear it like, I, love, <laughs> I love backwards i love backwards hats <laughs> so keep growing out so i'm there forever these guys walk from the dance floor up to this fucking bar and they immediately get served. And I go, hello. That's literally what I said. I said, hello. The woman looks at me and she like kind of has a breakdown. She's like, what the fuck do you want from me? And like every, the worst thing was everybody at the bar turned and looked at me. And you were like, dudes, a drink. These dudes at <laughs> the goddamn backwards hats look at me and they're like, you fucking ass. I'm yeah. like, dude, I've been waiting here for like 15 it's goddamn tough, minutes. Dude, it's tough, man, because there's, there's a fine line. Like at, We've all been on the other side of the bar where we're we're trying to keep our shit together and we're at our breaking point. Yeah. And then we've all been on the other side of the bar where we're like, this is ridiculous. This person is not, um, I'm going to say tending with, with she, that, that person, fairly. She fucked up. I don't think she meant to do it. You know how like some businesses say that we're an equal opportunity employer? Yeah. I wish, you know, it, it does feel at certain times like bartenders are not always equal yeah. opportunity bartenders. Well, the thing is, she finally came to me after that little blow up and I gave her a good tip 
because I feel her pain. I'm not right. gonna. I'm yep. not gonna yep. not tip her because of that. And that's the distinguishment I, of what I, Mike did. Is he he gave her a good tip? Yeah. Still, no matter. And what I never happened. went back to her bar again. I sent my friends to get more drinks. That's fine. He made his decision. It was, just a, made, it was a weird situation. Well, and not not to go off. I know we got question two. We coming got a up, lot. But <laughs> we but got a lot to go here. There's there's also let's take it from a different angle. Let's take when you're a, a patron at a bar. Mm. You're a bartender. You're right. in the industry. You understand the industry. You go somewhere and you're now a customer. Me personally, I have a lot of patience because I've been in the industry. Sure. I have a lot of, but then you have the other service industry people that go out, and as soon as you go up to them, the first thing out of their mouth is, "Oh, I bartend here. Oh, I serve here." And right. I'm immediately like, "Who okay. the expectations?" Fuck like, okay, so what? I'm supposed to take care yeah. of you better now because the, you work, and they tip better a lot of times it, if you do well. It's called industry night. That's when you're supposed to come here. You right. know what I mean? And, 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 and revel in the fact that you're a part of the industry. But you don't get a special pass just because you fucking serve drinks. When I when I get up to you and I haven't even asked you what you want you want to drink yet, and I already know where you work. I don't. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, like, well, look, I know we had another pet peeve that we were talking about in the intro, and I can't remember it now. So unless you two remember, we should move on. I was I was saying that I was going to jump in on it. I, I think it had something to do with payment, but I can't even remember. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. not that. Whatever, yeah. we'll move on. Boring. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna circle back to this on another pod. Um, but anyway, let's move on to number two: best tips and worst tips that you've ever got. Best tips were I think um, it can be either one. It can be both. It don't matter. So best tips, you know, they don't. I don't really have one that really sticks out. I've gotten some very good tips, mm-hmm. and I've had them where I was expecting them, but mm-hmm. then I've also had them where I wasn't expecting them. Yeah. The ones when you're not expecting it, those those feel the best. Now, why weren't you expecting it? Because they treated you like assholes. shit. Because they treated you like shit, but then they tipped well. <laughs> well, and, and that's and that's kind of the thing is. <laughs> And we were kind of talking about this earlier. When when you're bartending or you're serving, whatever you're doing, when you walk up to, uh, you know, whether it's a couple or it's four people, five people, the first thing I do is I read the room. I want to know that table. Is this a first date? Have they been married for 50 years? Um, are they just friends? Are they, you know, you, you feel that. And if you get that right, the entire experience you can control. Because some some people not to cut you off, Steve, but some people no, want right. no, some people agreeing. are going out and the the bartender or server is just basically kind of like a tool. Like you're you're the you're the means top. of me. Dirty top. <laughs> dirty top. Dirty top. He's a fucking tool. He's a robot. He's a robot. <laughs> he brings you my food. He takes my order. He fills Get up my drinks with their empty. Get away from me. Now other people they want you. You're part of the experience. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to. So you I got to entertain. I do you have gotta, to pause you here. In this regard, Justin and I have a much more um, <laughs> similar serving style, right? We're gonna maybe let a thing slip through the cracks from th- cracks from time to time. But what this is really about is if you like Justin or I, you come to see us. <laughs> it becomes yeah. more of an entertainment thing. Yeah. It's because you know when you sit down and have dinner with us, we are going to actually entertain you. All the stories that happened in our week, we're going to tell you about them. All the crazy shit that's going on with your family, we want to know about it. Yeah. Like We're going to l- engage you in a different sort of way. Having us as a server is having a... I don't know. I, I almost like 
an, a personal friend you can connect with that also happens to drop off yeah. food and drinks. That you have no fucking... Uh, right. You can walk away. It's the yeah, best of friends. Exactly. You don't ever have to worry about our emotions. Yeah. You don't have to ever worry about when I'm down. Yeah. You can just come in, get your entertainment out of me, get yeah. the juice out of me, and then move on with your yeah. fucking day. That's what I am for you. And I'm fine being that guy. Like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Use me. <Go> yeah. <laughs> Use me, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. So, uh... Some of that is part of the best tips, worst tips thing. I mean, have you ever had one that like is really memorable for either category, though? Um, well, so this isn't this isn't my experience. I was in the restaurant, but I do remember I was working with a nice, lovely young lady one time, and um, she got a one thousand dollar tip. Oh, we, we just, talked about this. A we lot just of talked about that. She's actually yeah, going to be on Baltimore. All right, well, gonna, no, go ahead. Because no, okay. no, we want to get every. Just keep her anonymous. For we want to get every side of the story. Yeah, of course. So because, we get we get the she gets a thousand dollar tip, and obviously, rumors it gets around quick. Oh, in a of course, yeah. Um, it's a nitig, goddamn nitig. <laughs> and you know, there's 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 a couple ways you can handle it, but I'll narrow it down to two ways you can handle it. Okay, you can either take that $1000 cash it out real quick shove it in your pocket before anybody knows mm-hmm. or Which you everybody's going to know at some point let's be honest the numbers are going to be there's off. no yeah. way you're not going to know at, yeah. it, it, you can think that you can get away with it yeah, but you ain't gonna get it, away it's not it. happening yeah. um, or you can spread the wealth yeah of course and um, but, but, which is the right thing to do i've always been yeah. a spread the wealth person you know when i when i tip out my barbacks i always round up trickle down time. economics people it <laughs> is that is trickle down that's that's trickle down this economics. isn't a political podcast <laughs> trickle down <laughs> economics isn't political you've got some policies here, <laughs> that's okay? just a fact that's, that's how fact. the bar business works <laughs> that's how the economy works <laughs> but and um and well you know i'm not i'm not gonna say which one she was but there's the two ways you can go about it, and um, she went about it the wrong way. That's what I'm gathering. You no, know, what's what's wrong for one person is right for another. We already you talked know, about this. I, I'm getting mine. So I used to work with this girl. I'm getting mine from this. I, girl, I will right? say this: when we do actually interview her, we're gonna ask her two questions. Number one, what were you thinking? Number two, where's my cut? <laughs> you actually you thought she was thinking. Come on, give me a break, man. Dude, we need. She was like, "Oh, here's a grand." It's I'm gone. gonna be honest with you. I think we need a female co-host because we are. We have gotten a. No, little... that had nothing to do with the uh, gender. Well, that wasn't even that you're wasn't a, the best. You're part. No, no, no. That... But the best part is, I'm pretty sure that couple. I'm pretty sure they were swingers. So my well, first thought yeah, we is, talked about them too. My, my <laughs> first thought is, well, you know, what'd you do for that tip? That's right. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> right. All right. Well, moving on. Um, worst drink orders. Yeah. Um, give us give us the worst drink orders you ever seen. Um, worst worst drink orders I ever seen was definitely working at a, a taco bar, and our menu had everything from strawberry daiquiri to jalapeno margarita to watermelon uh, crush. They had just everything, yeah. and one of which fucking sucks for a bartender. It's terrible. especially if like it's the, just too many. Like if if the blended drink is not like, and we had a blender. Yeah, if you're not working at uh like Sid working at a bar beach where like that's what you mean. You're expecting it, right? Yeah. Right. If it's just like a random thing, like oh yeah, I'll take margarita, but I want it blended, like. Go fuck yourself. Like so many extra steps. Yeah. Well, it I, really is. I also love that this particular category we've always had uh, our guests kind of center in on a single drink or like a single order. 
Justin's gripe is an entire menu. <laughs> Why are you coming here making me make the things that are on my menu? <laughs> right? I don't read the menu. All right. All right. Mike, team up for number four. Wait, are we done with that one? Yeah, we gotta be. <laughs> That's too perfect. It's too All right. perfect. All right. Okay. So, okay. How are your eyes? Just shut up and be quiet for a couple seconds, okay? Can you do that? All right. So, ultimate mistakes and fuck-ups, Okay. They can be yours. They can be your customers, coworkers. They can also be coworkers. <laughs> well, and well, I like that you say customers because the whole you the, have cus- the customer is always right thing. It's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> the customer is not always right. Customer I, in I fact is usually day. wrong. Right, right. I work here every day. I, I know what we do. <laughs> you don't. Um, but I'll say ultimate fuck ups. Um, this is going back to when I was barbacking, and this is ultimate fuck up, but also I have a horseshoe up my ass. I'm, I never like to use trays. Everybody would run food with trays. I'm stacking as many plates as I can do, and yeah. you know they're going up my arm. I got one on my foot, and I'm, I'm running them <laughs> to the table. And, and I'm, I'm there, and it's, it's a busy day, and I, got, I think I got like four soups in my right hand, or I got three soups in my right hand, one on my wrist, one on my forearm. And then two on my left. And my plan is just to get out to the table and just start calling them out. <laughs> like, but, then, but then when you get there, you got to say, grab this one first. Yeah. Because then all the balance, if you yeah. grab the wrong one. It's like Jenga. Each block, right. each block is leveled yeah. off another block. Yes. Nope, grab, grab the Maryland crab. Nope, not that Maryland crab. Maryland crab. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, cool. And, and I'm, so I'm, I come flying, I come flying around this corner and um, drop a cream of crab soup. And... What a soup to drop. Oh. <laughs> in the cream. I, I know how hot it is. <laughs> I just put it. It's burning my arm. I know how hot it is. And I kid you not, it was this lady who was sitting there. She was just, she was one of those customers where when she came in, you knew she was going to need perfect service. Ah, you, you just, you knew, ah. you can't make a mistake with her. She's asking to see the manager. Like kind of a Karen kind of thing. Yeah, if, if you want to use that. Fuck yeah. that bitch. Yeah, yeah, but for lack fuck, of a better term. She was a great fuck, lady, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm she, sure was, she was, but fuck that bitch, okay? <laughs> Get the fuck over it, all right? Life fucking happens. Are just, we going for a record number of fucks? I mean, I just watched Goodfellas the other night. <laughs> I'm just night. saying. Like, I just, 327 fucks in the, in the movie Goodfellas, and uh, I think we're already at 320 here. Fucking so. Karen. <laughs> Still that sides so anyway, in Baltimore. So anyway, there's cream, there's cream all, there's sploosh all. Well, so okay, no, 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 okay. So this and this and I can I can tie this one up quick. So I I run around the corner, I drop the cream of crab, and I see the plate because there's a plate and the bowls on yeah, the plate, right, right. Yeah. and I see it hit the ground, and then I just see the direction that the soup goes. Yeah. And I'm just I'm looking the other way, <laughs> but I know that she's sitting right there. So I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid to look and see what the aftermath is. And uh I turn around and I look and I am not even I'm not even fucking kidding you when I say this. This soup silhouetted her frame. A a spot not not a drop not a drop of soup. Touch this it's lady. It's like Samuel but, Jackson. Oh, I was just gonna out. say, right. Pulp Fiction. It's like, what act of hold God, on, right? Hold on, it's like over. Pulp, <laughs> it's like Pulp Fiction when the bullets go around him. This lady, she walked away from the restaurant. She's this like, is a I'm sign, just gonna, I'm traveling. The this world is a now. sign from God. This is a sign from God. <laughs> she goes, she goes, oh, it's all right, honey. None of it hit me. <laughs> You're like, ow, how did that? Fucking ow. Alright, well, that's, dude, that's fucking crazy. Okay. That's fucking crazy. So, so, 
We gotta we gotta move into the next category. Yeah. Well, this is also a good transition, just because I mean that that's very close. Like I know I know me. There are a few times where I thought to myself, I'm so busy. Is there any way I can spoon this cream of crab back into the bowl and still serve it? <laughs> Wait, just take it to the kitchen. Yeah, but apparently that's frowned upon. You know, I mean, so number so, five, number five, health code violations. Health right? code and, violations. And please don't, don't. Protect Take. what we always say. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, it seemed like you were struggling. Right? I am a little bit. <laughs> All right. As we always say for this category, protect the innocent. And the guilty. Okay. And also, don't hold back. Right? Yeah. We want to hear, we hear <laughs> the right. nasty, so this, dirty stuff. This, um, so I'll, I'll start this off by saying I don't eat pickles in Baltimore City. Oh. Okay. <laughs> don't eat any pickles in Baltimore City. Um, I also loved really. I'm sorry to interrupt, but Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Like, I'm from Baltimore. Kansas. There are no, there Baltimore are no, is how I say it in like Baltimore. No, there are no there <laughs> are no, no tea. There's no consonants <laughs> at all in that <laughs> fucking tea. word. It's no, just vowels. It's, it's a I'm B sorry. and a bunch of vowels. <laughs> so, Baltimore. So, so no pickles in Baltimore. No City. pickles in Baltimore. City. <laughs> so this is not a place where I worked or anything, but. You know, you work in the service industry, you get to know bartenders from other places. We're working you know, downtown, too. They tell, and, they, they tell you what's up. Yeah, yeah. it's a tight Well, community. and downtown is close. you got to understand, if you work in the city, in any city, mm-hmm. you're going to be close to the bars. But if you work in the city in Baltimore, that's fucking small tomorrow. We know every bartender from every other bar in those districts. So Yeah, so there's, there's nowhere I ever worked or anything, but um, somebody was closing up their shift, or they were... About to close up their shift, and they were running into the back, and there was a pickle tub left sitting out back. A pickle tub. A tub. A, a, tub, a, a tub, tub of pickles. Tub of pickles. It's a tub of pickles. <laughs> it's just fun to say. Pickle tub. Pickle tub. You know. And uh, lo and behold, a rat trying to climb out of it. Mm, out. Still alive. Not, not, Still alive. Trying to step on the not pickle. Not into it. Not into it. Trying to climb What's that? What's that movie where uh, it's um? It's I can't remember the movie. But they're Ratatouille? talking. Ratatouille. No, no, no. Where they're... <laughs> Fuck off, Steve. God damn it. <laughs> it's one. It's one of like like along the Goodfellas line where the guy's talking about if you're a rat and you're in a tub of butter. You know, there's one way oh, to get oh, it. Catch me if you can. can. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Turn it into butter. And, and that's, climb out. that's what this rat was trying to do. Yeah. It was trying to stack It was trying to stack pickles. pickles and it was trying to just get it enough. And it just couldn't get there. And, uh, well, the story ends. They just sat there and watched him die. Jesus <laughs> 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 they, they took the rat out. They put the pickles back in for the next day. I'm sure those pickles were used Goddamn right they were. You're goddamn right they were. They tickle. They take a long time to make. I mean, it's a tough couple of weeks. A tub of pickles. I'm going to be honest with you. I heard once that nurses actually use pickle brine to clean wounds. So it's probably really? all... No. <laughs> no, probably it's all healthy. But anyway, what an unbelievable story to get us to our break time. Guys, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Ratchet and Crazy Customers. All right, we are back. My God, my drink is well, full. Cheers, it. While we were gone, I gotta tell you guys, Dirty Tom gave me a bite of one of the turnips that he's been growing. That shit is fucking refreshing. Dude, I literally ate one of his turnips earlier. Delicious. That shit is fresh. Anyway, we're gonna jump right back <laughs> into the to the gauntlet. So we just did health code violations. How about number six? 
ratchet crazy customers. We also like to do memorable yeah. customers. They don't have to. They don't crazy. have to be shitty. They don't have to be shitty. Maybe it's a customer that you really like. But they can be shitty too. I, well, so the first one that comes to mind, this is going to be very memorable, but probably most people probably call it ratchet. Um, there was this lady who I was serving in. Why is it always this lady? <laughs> <laughs> well, because when, when I get through this story, you're going to see. And um, it's probably like six six women at the table. Um, they're roughly 50s, 60s. Cougars. And um, something like that. And uh, I'm sitting there, and I'm taking the drink order, and this lady's tit is out. Oh, like, wait, there's a baby there, and she's breastfeeding. No, no, no. Her, her, just, her tit is out <laughs> of her shirt. Janet Jackson at the, at, at the booth. Her, I don't have any naked butt in the sun. <laughs> her boobs out. Yeah. <laughs> Areola, everything. Yeah. I can see everything. And, um, Tara, sweater muffins on the table. What's the, what's the girl's name? Tara something. Molly Whoppers. No, I'm sorry. Right, come now, on, we now, just talked about this. Now Steve's, now Steve's calling this nice lady's tit saggy on the table. That's not what I said. <laughs> I didn't say they're on the table. <laughs> so her boobs out, and um, I look at it. Uh, not, not a, not a <laughs> not boob. A not a purpose. Not a boob. I'm trying to see right now, and uh, I'm talking to her. I'm holding eye contact with her, and uh, take her order. Get all the way around. And, <laughs> Wait, um, she. So you're taking an order and she's not putting her tip back. She doesn't in. realize it's out. Yeah, uh, she has no idea it's out. Nobody else at the table is saying So anything. so then I get I get like <laughs> I'm I'm going around, you know, I'm doing the circle, I'm going around and um I get like three and I see one of her friends like reach over and like let her know and she put her it tip up. back in. I was like, okay, okay. So went back, got their drinks, dropped them off. Um later in the night, I go back and I'm refilling their drinks, so I'm getting more food. And her tits out again. <laughs> like, she chose an ill-fitted garment. I'm, I'm right? starting to think. I'm starting to think. Is this on purpose? <laughs> like, are they, but then, but then her friend tells her again. You know, put your boot back in. <laughs> and she puts her boot back in. I, I'm not even making this up. A third time I go back there, no. her fucking tit is out. No. A third, a third no. time it's it, out. Dude, it, it's gotten to the point where now her friends are not even telling her. It's oh. you. You know, at this point, you know your okay. your boob is falling out so, three times. So I have to dinner. ask: is 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 it a nice tit? It's so it's everything's relative. Yeah. Um, it's an okay tit. Relatively speaking, it was an okay tit. All right, okay. now now follow up question: How drunk is she? Is she like drunk to the point where she doesn't know her tits out? Like like straight up? She had no like, idea. She could have both of them out, but and she it, wouldn't know. But it's because she, she's that. Drunk. She they they were definitely drinking, okay. and um okay. and and that's you know, no no discrepancies there. You know, it's, well you it's just fine. wonder you just wonder if it's a wardrobe malfunction of yeah. some sort. You Obviously I mean? not at this point. At Obviously. that point, it's like hey, you need to do something about yeah. it. Unless you're feeding a baby. Put that shit away. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Live your life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll look at it today. That's a pretty know. good one, though. Yeah, I mean, I, that's certainly a, a very memorable customer. So, no, I'm not going to forget that one. Mike, team up for seven. Wait, did this, was there any closure to this? <laughs> <laughs> there was no closure. That, that there was, was never closure. <laughs> this is the service industry. Right, right. What, was, what was I supposed you to get, say? You get, <laughs> Lady, you flashed me three times. What are we doing here? You just reached out with, like, the nipple, yeah, you know? I, I, you know, I guess I could have. I could have. Right. No, <laughs> Jason. All right, so we're gonna move on. Which this is a good segue. As yeah, because you're gonna start a fight if as, you flick as, a nipple. As Steve loves to say, so fights, arrests, and fires.
fires. Okay. Okay. Tell, tell us the time that the bar was fucking burning down. I love fires, dude. Fires yeah. are good. Fuck off, Steve. You have a problem. You need I a, love you fires. Need Steve, a Steve, a little fire over. I just yeah, exactly. love a good bar fire. Yeah. That's when or, you know. That's when you know what people are really made of. That's how you know uh, the Becky oh, yeah. from everybody else. Just if, if you got a grease fire, grease fire, throw flour. Yeah, okay. don't throw water. <laughs> Not throw water on it. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. That could happen to your own kitchen at home. Yeah, exactly. Throw, yes. throw See, flour. See, at, at the Bartender Road Podcast, we're all about home safety. Keeping you safe. Bartender safety. Keeping yep. you safe. Now pour another shot of Jameson, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so fires, fires are good. Fires happen... They happen more often than one would think at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> People don't think fires happen, but I mean, I remember getting to the point where, oh, the kitchen's on fire. I was like, all right, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> when do I get my When do I get my order? Yeah, where, where are my chicken tenders? <laughs> I got a, I got a table on fifteen minutes. Let me get my shit. <laughs> right. Yes. So fires happen a lot, um, and they're pretty standard. You know, the, the cooks, the back of the house, they, they'll take care of it, or, or the fire out. department they'll will figure fire. it Where's out. Where's the flower Come on. <laughs> but um, my, my best bar fight story, um, I was, it was down in Fells Point. There were a lot of fights in Fells Point, but this one was inside the bar. And um, I was working at the bottom floor bar, and this happened on the second floor bar. And there was this guy who thought that the bartender was hitting on his girlfriend like when he went to the bathroom. Mm. And the story goes, this guy starts talking shit to the bartender. Bartender's not having it. This mm. guy, he, he stands his own. He, yeah. he stands his own ground. And, um, he ain't no bitch. He ain't no bitch. And uh, next thing you know, this customer is coming across the bar uh. at the bartender. So what he does, he proceeds to... Grab a bottle off the rail. Oh. I wish you could you, see what just happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the freeze frame of these people. Two right questions. Now. Question number one. This story is not going where you think it's going. Question number one. Did, did he come physically over the bar, like a jump over? Feet, feet are or off the ground. Or feet around. Over the bar. So he comes over. And then he pulls one off the well. No, no, no. The, the bartender, bartender pulls yeah. a bottle. Off the well. Off the well. Glad we clarified. Yeah. <laughs> Bar- bartender pulls he a bottle. He comes over. Bartender pulls one off the well. well yeah. Do you, yeah. you know which liquor you pulled? We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. And uh, bartender pulls the bottle from the well. Smacks him with it. Oh. That's fucking But, but, here's where you didn't see it coming. It was a grenadine bottle. So it was plastic. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a glass. So dead fish him in the face. Dead fish him right in the face. And a cherry on top. Boom. <laughs> whack. Whack. He smacks this guy with a grunty bottle. He's got a white shirt on. He's got red. Oh, oh yes. 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 Perfect. The guy went down. He didn't. He didn't go down, but but that'll phase him. Yeah, it'll it'll knock you off. The sugar alone. I mean, I bet when he fell to the ground, he had diabetes before he stood back up. I'll tell you what, like that's a lot, bitch. So so like I like I said, I'm working downstairs. Somebody runs downstairs and they're like, so and so just hit somebody with a bottle upstairs. And I go fuck. Run upstairs. Go up there. By this point, they had already pushed the customer out of the bar. Yeah, they're all gone. And um. So we're all talking about it, and he'd explain what's going on. And he goes, yeah, he didn't pay his check. 
<laughs> you just fucking smacked him with a grenade. Probably not paying. And, and of yeah. course, of course, of course, we got one of those stickler managers who they need to pay their check. So oh. who who do they send out you. to ask this man? You. So, so I'm like, <laughs> so, where's, the, where's the fucking barber? Come yeah. on, yeah. Yeah. Send, send our 18 year old kid who doesn't even know how to use the register out there to get the money. This, from this, that guy. this guy's not even cooled off yet. He's, he's oh still, yeah, he's, he's, he's cussing at his girlfriend. He just got bitch slapped with a grenadine bottle. Right, right across. He's the never gonna forget that. Right. Right. He is still fuming. I get right. it. So I'm so I wasn't there, and um, I'm like, okay. You know, whatever. I'll I'll go ask this guy to pay the check. I'll try to bring some calm to the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm like, which one is he? And they go walk over to the window and they go, oh, it's him right there with all the grenadine on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy on the other side of Tame oh, Street with just his shirt is it's just stained red. Is, is anybody else singing the song, Lady in Red? <laughs> I just I keep imagining him like with a maraschino cherry like right in his mouth the whole time. So how'd that go? So I went over there and uh, <laughs> went over there and kind of walked up to them. He was he was yelling at his girlfriend. He was upset. She was trying to calm him down mm-hmm. right. because he was the instigator. He was the initial. Yeah, aggressor. he sounds like a fucking. He asshole. was the initial aggressor. Yeah. So and she wasn't flirting with the bartender. He just you know that was all in his head. But uh, so I go over there and I was like, "Hey guys, I understand some confrontation just went down, um, but you still haven't paid your check. Mm-hmm. You guys have been here like two hours." You got a pretty hefty sure, check. Sure. And um, they're like, no, we're not paying it. And I was like, well, um, there's two ways we can go about this. <laughs> you can either just, we can go inside. If you give me a credit card, I'll just run in there yeah, and I'll or run Or I it. can bring out some more goddamn credit. <laughs> <laughs> or I can call the red, white, and blue. And by red, white, and blue, I mean grenadine, white, and blue. So his his girlfriend, she was, she was awesome. She was like, I don't want him going in there. Yeah. You stay out here with him. I'll go in there and pay the check. Okay. And I was like, good you know what? That's that's a damn good idea. Heady we'll, play. We'll do exactly so she that. She goes in, she pays the she check. She goes in, she pays the check. I go in, and I'm the hero because I got the guy that got nice. smacked with the grenadine bottle. The first round of applause on the pod. Well great. done, sir. And you deserved it. You deserved yep. it. Team up for the next one, Mikey. All right. So, once again, I'm going to say the same thing I said before. We don't have to bring the energy down. We don't. We just have to change it. We have to send it in a different direction. Well, you just talked about a girlfriend and a boyfriend. I mean, there's some... We want to talk about sex stories. All right. Okay? They can be yours, your co-workers, maybe customers, all right? <laughs> Something weird that happened, all right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Somebody, um, somebody pouring some grenadine all over themselves and some other people, maybe. So... Oh, some <laughs> <laughs> Let me up. <laughs> you can lick that up. That shit's sticking. <laughs> it's sticking. All right, all right. Um, Sex stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, not obviously in the industry. I know you guys have talked about this. Shit. There's a lot. Yeah. There's you. You work together every day. Yeah. It's your tight quarters, baby. It's it's just oh yeah. I mean, I worked a couple bars where there's some older bartenders that are good looking bartenders and they're very handsy. And mm. fellow bartenders and, and you know I don't mind that the older <laughs> the older bartenders are definitely more handsy 
If you're, you know, they've you're, got less to lose. I'm gonna die soon. Yeah, also, fucking... also, they've been seasoned in this business <laughs> right. that's sexually hypercharged for fucking thirty if, years. If, if, I'm, if I'm leading, too. if I'm leading over to pour a draft and somebody tries to stick a finger up my, you know, sorry, <laughs> it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. <laughs> I'm not filing sexual harassment charges. <laughs> but uh, as far as sex stories go, I, I gotta give a I gotta give a quote to this bartender that I used to work with. This guy. In his probably mid-60s, um, probably had both knees replaced six or seven times. Are we talking about who I think we are? Yeah. Mike Centennial. Let's yeah, call yeah. Him. Yeah. The Godfather. Seven times isn't odd. Let me tell you something. You know you know why I'm so uh, confident to say Mike Centennial's name on this pod? He'll never listen to it. Well, number one, <laughs> number one, he'll never listen to it. Number two, if, there, podcast? if there are any repercussions to him, he'll probably be dead by the time they come down the pike. So, also, if... I know that if he were on here, he'd be like, say what you want, motherfucker. Pour me another Sambuca. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, Centenny. So, Mike, Mike Centenny. Um, now, can't can't move very well, but the dude has a full head of hair. Luscious. It's, it is a luscious it's head a of hair. It's a lettuce patch. It, it is really a great head of hair for his age. And um, this was one of the first time I met him. And he goes... You ever you ever been to the carnival? You know you ever you ever seen where they got the fish in the barrel and you you know put a rod in and you know you try to the magnets you try to pull them out. Right, right, right. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, imagine having a shotgun and playing that game. How easy would it be? He's like, where where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. They're they're plastic fish. I don't know. <laughs> and he goes, this is what bartending is. It is shooting fish in a barrel. Women, they got to come in. You have all the power because they want to drink. So they come in, they ask you what you want, you make it for them, then they pay you, and then they want to leave with you and go home. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I've been doing this for decades. And I kid you not, this is how easy it is. It's, it is crazy. And, and it is I have crazy. not had that experience, okay? I'm not, actually, I'm not saying it worked for me. Actually, I'm not saying it worked for actually, me. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. Mike had a ready-made threesome handed to him, and he walked away from it. And that is a hundred percent a bartending situation. That had nothing to do with me bartending, right? Oh, it didn't. Did both? Hold on. Did you meet both of those girls while you were bartending? That just—it was me being a nice. Did guy. you meet both of those girls while you were bartending? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I do. I got to go on about a customer that I, I want to share. We'll see if we can. Before we do that, was your customer story sexual related? I can't say for sure. Probably. Okay. Well, give it to us, and then we're gonna speed through these last two because we gotta hey, get it. we gotta get you in and out what, here what before happened? we get too drunk. Okay. What happened to that titty? So <laughs> for for titty, her sake, I hope titty, titty, titty. I hope somebody took care of that titty. It wasn't me. <laughs> but there was there was this guy, and he would come in every every Tuesday. He would come in for shrimp night, and comes in the first time I serve him. Everything goes normal. He comes in the next time. He comes in alone five minutes early, and he waves me over. He's not even in my section, but he waves me over and says, I want you to take care of me. And I was like, what's going on here? Another girl comes in. Not the same girl from the last week. <laughs> so serve them. Everything goes fine. The next Tuesday, he comes in. Comes in five minutes early. Waves me over. Again, not in my section. Says, I want I want you to take care of me. And I'm like, I'm like all right. And, he goes, and then at this point, he goes, Listen, I'm paying you for your discretion. 
I was like, I was like, listen, buddy, what? we're good. I, I don't give a shit what you're doing. It's about a new girl comes in. No, <laughs> and, and I go up to this guy. I know, I know his name, but I go up to him and just act like I don't know. Hey, for the first time ever, welcome. Uh, welcome have to the have restaurant. you ever been here before? Right. We, we recommend the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> exactly. And this guy, this guy would do this week after week after week. I mean, it went on for probably seven or eight weeks. He would just he would call me over, and he he would ignore the other servers if they came up to him and tried to help yeah. him. He would like, say he would, he would push them away and be like, "No, nah, I want that guy." And um, this is the best part of the story. Every single time, he would just slip me a five dollar bill. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. At the, the beginning, girl, whenever, whenever his date was not there, he would just slide, and, and it was one of those things where he would put it on the table and he would push it across <laughs> with his fingers. He didn't hand it to me; he would just put it on the table and just push it to me, like he was playing poker. Or <laughs> is, but this is when his date wasn't. When there. his date wasn't there. So what happened when his date was there? I just acted like there were two. But the, he still tipped you. Oh, unbelievable! He, he would just he would tip normal, it, and that's the other thing is. And that's the funny part about the five dollar bill. No, he would tip me just twenty percent, and then give me a five dollar bill. Nice, unbelievable. Again, I want so to say fi- the five was for the discretion. Yes. Again, yes. I want to say, ladies, what do you want? Come on. <laughs> I got, bad. I got five zone, five zone, fives. All right. I got five on <laughs> it. Mason, in with that endoween. I'm here for you, ladies. All, all right. right. Bar hazing, pranks, and games. Number nine. You're almost through the gauntlet, baby. Tell me about some of the, the games that kept you afloat when you were bored at the bar. I, I fucked around nonstop. <laughs> I, I never, you know, I, I was not the most serious Can't stop <laughs> I fucked around nonstop. Um, Any good ones that, like, really stick out? Like you? Um, one, of, one of my favorites was we had a bar back... Um, and he was he was awesome. He was really really good at his job. Really hard worker. And uh, you could you could offer him money to to do things. Yes. You know you could say. So we talked a little bit. We've talked about him on the pod. All okay. right. He's one of our favorite oh, okay. people. We, we, so this okay. is this is Alex Boucher, who unfortunately has passed away. So let his name ring on. Yeah. He's a wonderful person. Never got the credit for how beautiful of a human being that he was, but I'll tell you what, he brought a lot of people, oh, a lot I, of joy. I've never even met him. He's brought a lot of happiness so to my life. So much joy, this really human being. And, and, and he was a fucking daredevil, this man. <laughs> was a daredevil. No fear. <laughs> no Zero fear. motherfucking fear. So we're, uh, we're sitting there, and um, we're thinking, all right, kind of a slow night. We're getting a little bored. What can we do? So... We start talking. How much money you think it'll take for Alex to let a big jumbo crab pinch him on his finger? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. I thought you'd say nipple. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, so that, that the nipple. Was, we talked. Uh, it we, was talked about. We yeah. debated <laughs> the nipple. We it debated was, the nipple. And and I know I vividly remember the nipple was discussed. Well, in fact, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the nipple was the primary. The primary topic when the when the whole thing came up, well, how do we get it to bite the nipple? Now, now that now we're thinking back to it, I think it was nipple, and then I think when he saw the crab, he was like, "Yeah, hey, nipple, let's, let's go finger." <laughs> so we go, we go back, and uh, we're in the crab room. We're in the you, crab room. You only got two nipples. You got you know at least 
Not ten, ten fingers? Not Did ten you forget fingers. how many fingers you had? Two of them are thumbs, you asshole. You're a fucking yeah. twat. But how many, <laughs> how, many, how many times have you seen like a nipple get so ripped off? So I know. Oh, right, how how often do you use Both of you shut up. Nipples, Keep going. nipples get ripped off. Let's, Keep going. Let's say that's, Keep that's going. a fact. Keep going. But, so we're uh, in the crab room. So we're in the crab room and uh, the, the crab steamer pulls out a crab and uh, we're looking at it and we're thinking, actually, that one's not big enough. Because we, we have a pot. Everybody's, everybody's pitched in 10 bucks, 5 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it is. He's he's getting north of fifty dollars. <laughs> so we're thinking, you know, a, a medium, a large crab is yeah. not going to do. Yeah. We need we need to go jumbo. We need yeah, to for fifty dollars. Yeah, we absolutely. got to get a big one. We need yeah. a four. And um, <laughs> so we pull out a big motherfucker, and he's he's acting a little docile. So the crab guy starts like slapping him a bit. Slapping the crab. Yes, well, he's got him. gloves. Get him, get him he, on. He's got the gloves on, so he's just like slapping, just getting him, getting him fucking worked up. gonna be so pissed off. And uh, yeah, no, the crab, the crab lived, and well, until until it got steamed. <laughs> the crab lived a little bit longer. <laughs> anyway, anyway, keep going. So, so we come over, and uh, he's putting his finger, and the crab's not grabbing it, just like smacking it a little bit, and then finally, finally, the crab latches on. This motherfucker starts screaming. This crab is on. It won't come off. It's and on if you his know finger. Any, if you know anything about crabs, they're a lot like crocodilians. Right, the second that thing latches on, it don't let go. Well, Lockjaw. Like, yeah, lock it's like back in Kansas, they like a snapper turtle. Yes, like, yes, yeah. It, yeah. They're like they don't let go until thunderstorm. That's got. Yeah, that, that is. <laughs> that that is. is. Yeah. No, it is. It, it is. really is. Yeah. Really? The, water, the water starts moving yeah. fast. Holy oh, shit! Their spot. So yeah, I mean that—that's exactly what happened. And this thing is just locked on. <laughs> He's screaming, but here's what, here's, what, what finger. I think it was the index or yeah. one of those. Oh, so not the pinky though. That's no, a, yeah, you could you could live without it. But <laughs> regardless, this is the best part of the story. He um, afterwards, he it won't come off. He's like trying to like shake it off. It won't come off. And eventually, the crab gets off, and uh, he comes up to me, and I'm giving him the money, and he goes, "Dude, I." I didn't think it was going to hurt that bad. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, it is a jumbo crab. That shit. Yeah, I'm pinching your fucking finger. Are you kidding me? It's going to hurt. That's why we put 50 bucks up. And I bet he did that. I bet he did his, uh, I bet he did his little uh, Mickey Mouse at the time. He was like, probably like, oh, oh, oh this is so funny. <laughs> if you didn't know Alex, unfortunately, what he used to do is run around and do gangster rap lines in a Mickey Mouse voice. He was like, oh, I bet it didn't, it wasn't going to hurt that bad. Oh. <laughs> no, dude, that kid was an absolute fucking maniac. But all right, we're going to get into the last one. You're almost through the gauntlet. Let's do it. All right, last one. Number 10, firing and quitting stories. What do we call these, Mike? Getting 86. Oh, that's a good term. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the '86 term. <laughs> if you've never worked in the kitchen before, you may never have heard it. Well, give them, give them the rundown. I mean, like, why do we call it that? I don't know. I just always worked in the kitchen. They were well, like, not... "We '86 the fucking crab right. tonight." Right. Right. I guess the point is, I don't really know where the '86 term comes yeah. from. I, I looked it up one time, but I forget it. Yeah. Right. If you work in a restaurant, when you're out of something, it means that it's 86. 86. You can't get it anymore, yeah. so let it fucking go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't I've go- been 86 in so many relationships. <laughs> same, so but same. anyway, so just... <laughs> I don't care where you go, don't come back. Tell us about, tell us about getting 86. Um, I've, personally, I've never been 86. Um, now, my favorite 86 stories, though, is when somebody either gets fired or quits mid-shift. Oh, oh, I love yeah. that. I, I, honestly, I honestly don't think we've had one of these stories yet. No, I don't think. Oh, we have. oh that's the best. Classic. When I've I've been in restaurants where 
the the head chef oh. will just it, it'll be just mid dinner rush Friday, just, night. Friday night just yeah. busy as Man. shit just you know just can't keep the tickets like you got the tickets on the expo on the little magnet part and then yeah. there's tickets laying on the ground because yeah. there's so many and uh, <laughs> and and a, and a chef would, a head chef would just be like I'm not fucking taking I'm out of here wow I'm not fucking so taking there's this there's, there's either one they can't fucking hack it they've realized that they've reached their fucking that's usually not what it is or listen I'm not done yeah he, the second one's the yeah. second one is. I'm so fucking sick and tired yes. of this bullshit fucking stuff. I've yeah. worked 90 hours this week. And I'm done. For the last yeah. seven yeah, right. I'm out of here, all right? <laughs> which, which is fucking awesome. Like, I can't even imagine. I've worked in many restaurants, and a head chef leaving in the middle of a shift, you just have to shut the restaurant so, down at so some point Justin, in time. <laughs> now, I know we told the sto- this story on the pot, but, I mean, Justin was there the night that um, when we were at the burger joint in the new location up in the county where the head chef and the sous chef left in the same night. Oh. Yeah. And our manager started crying in the service <laughs> station. She's in a fetal position crying in the service station. And the secret was said, oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. I, I run back to the kitchen and I go, listen, everybody's getting crab cakes and burgers. <laughs> start fucking cooking nothing but crab cakes and burgers. Start sending them out. I don't care what the tickets say. Oh, chicken sandwich? Oh, you got a crab cake Dude, fish. We had, we had only opened... We had only I'm allergic to fish. We had only opened like a month or two before that and we had the whole place packed and I'm like, Look at this point. We have reputation on the line. We have service quality. We're building the reputation. We, right. right. It's a right. brand new spot, right. right? And 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 this whole place is packed right now. Like, what do I do? Do I go out there and I tell every and, and at that point with Be- with Becky crying in the fucking service station, there was nobody running. Becky, this I want to I want to climb you like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? What? That was her thing. Should I leave? No, 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 no. That was the thing. She was a tiny little broad. She was into Justin. That's right. Hey. No, another, not me, another Justin. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not a tree. <laughs> well, anyway, all right, so that's good for, for 86. All right, man, you made it through the gauntlet. Very proud of you, great. brother. Dude, had a great time. Well done. It was a lot so of fun. So many snorts on this episode. So many snorts. That tells you it was a good one. We have this thing called the snort board, and what we do is every episode we count like snorts, and depending on how many snorts he snorts per episode, people can cash them in for a percentage off. I think there were four. For the merch store. Yeah, at least four. Easily six. Look at this guy. I don't know. We're going to have to recount. Are you trying to cash in? Come on. Fuck off. We're going to have to go back and count. I thought you were going to say we take a shot for every snort. Come on. So, you, do you want another Andy Gladbox situation here? All right. Mike has Mike has another episode to do after this. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got coming on after this. So, all right. Before we get out of here, we're gonna do our quick cleanup. We call it the how's our driving category. The reason we do this is because look, Mike and I are not pros at this. Like we don't know shit about shit. We are trying to get better, and so we want us to give you. We want you to give us. Um, any recommendation you have on questions that we didn't ask that we should ask. Any recommendations on food, drink, restaurants that you might be Basically, going to recently? Basically, this is where we ask you for recommendations, you get... and then we completely ignore them, all right? Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, feel like you can go carte blanche here. Tell us what we are missing, or tell us like what the people need to know about the restaurant and bar. Yeah. Store. So, when I first found out about your podcast here, one of my first things that came to my mind was, go out to, go out to the bars. Mm-hmm. See if you can find places where you can go and shoot this at, at a bar. 
talk to some customers because you're getting the bartender side here. Mm-hmm. Right. Customers, they have a whole other side. You, do you bonus, really do you really con- think I want to fucking hear what customers no, have to right. say? It'll, right. it'll 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 blow your mind because <laughs> it, we should do bonus content customer experience nights. <laughs> because where just you and I go get wasted and then we hang out with yes, that would be all awesome. That would be perfect. Min- we do five minutes where we have an open mic. Hey. We do a, we do a, a podcast. Right? I've been snapping at this guy for thirty <laughs> right. fucking minutes, right, and he right. still hasn't got me. Dude, that's actually there. a great idea. Well, and, and I'll come and I'll I'll get the customers Facil- drunk. I'll wrap them up. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll buy them some drinks. That's I'll actually get not a bad idea. That's I'm, great I'm for. Done. Bo- I'm so done we should for have it. a bonus content once a month customer episode. Oh my god, that would be so much oh. fun. Dude, that would be so much fun. I love that. I love that. All right, that's a good one, man. Well, let's wrap it up. This is the closing question. Why do you still do this, aka why do you hate yourself? Now, I know you're out of the industry, but like... You'll never stop. You'll um, never, stop. never stop. So wh- why, though? I, um, I... What is it? What is <laughs> it about this? I just really enjoyed it. Everything about it. Um, the the teamwork, the, the most important thing at a bar is working with people that you like working with. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there were shifts where I knew who I was bartending with Wednesday night. I knew who my bar back was. I knew who my servers were. And I would be excited to go to work. Right, one hundred percent. That was I would, a, it, it. Just it would. It was going to be a that fun was time. What our last guest said too. Yeah. I was. I was excited to go to work. Yeah, I looked you know, forward to going to work. We're not going to get. That's a special goddamn thing in any fucking industry. No matter where you are, no matter where you are, if you enjoy going to work, yeah. you're going to have fun. And the Seriously. customers, the customers are going to pick up on it. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I don't want to get too into it, but Justin and I have worked together in a couple different facets, not just in the service industry, but in also professional regard. And the interesting thing about it is this. There is a unique thing about the service industry. It is the wild, wild west. There are people all over this country that make their living off this industry. They support their family. They support their kids. Their they drug pay, habits. Their drug habits. Or, <laughs> I know, hey, I know people hey, that put what? kids through private school, put they, kids through they college pay, on this. They pay their mortgage yeah. on the shit. They oh. pay their car payments yep. on the shit. This is a real motherfucking profession. Mm-hmm. And anybody out there who doesn't believe that, guess what? Try it for a fucking year and mm-hmm. see if you can make 80 grand doing it. Because there are people all over this country making 80, 90, 100 grand doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's because they grind that money out. There and are also people busting their ass, not making, them, not making that, not making that, which is why. But, but hold on, but making it to Steve survive, Bu- making it to survive. And don't I be, hear you. don't be a Steve Buscemi. They deserve a tip, all right? Right. Give right, those uh-huh. people a goddamn tip. We're not in fucking. We're not in the UK. Right? 100%. Steve, Give, Steve Buscemi was actually the guy that was telling the story about the rat trying to climb out of. The really? Full circle. Full circle. There you go. All right. Final question: If you opened a bar, what would you call it, or uh, what would the theme be? Well, you know, I'd open a dive bar. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt I'd open a dive bar. What do we call? Um, uh, rat in the pickle jar. <laughs> pickle tub. Pickle, pickle tub. tub. A tub of pickles. <laughs> no, it would, it would be a dive bar. As far as the kitchen goes, 
we'd probably just serve chicken tenders, frozen chicken tenders, and frozen frozen just, cheap, and easy that's shit. just enough to keep the liquor license. Yeah. Get drunk and I'm be eat honest some guys, shitty food. I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. if there was a menu that was only chicken tenders and french fries, you would get <laughs> so much business. <laughs> if that's all you served, like just taking chicken tenders and french fries and all the booze. A sign, a sign on the door that says, promise we'll not run out of booze. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Man, god damn it, it was a good time. These drinks were great. Thank you. Yeah, delicious. What an unbelievable way to uh, uh, introduce the old fashions to this yeah. pod. Thank you, sir. Let's get one more cheers up in here, boys. It was an absolute bat blast. Take care, uh, and uh, you know, be careful what pickles you eat. <laughs> <laughs>